You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeninginkingston.com. It's November, and that means it's the CFRC annual funding drive. It's on right now, and you can go to cfrc.ca for all the details. CFRC is celebrating its 100th anniversary in 2022, so they're trying to raise money to update all their equipment to continue to bring you great programming like screening in Kingston. So make sure to go to cfrc.ca and donate if you can. Welcome back to Screening in Kingston. Guess what we're never doing again, Taylor? Fan fan picks. Fan appreciation (laughs) month. Choose your own adventure as voted by the fans. (laughs) There's a moment in your life where you're sitting at a morning uh, movie of Clifford the Big Red Dog by yourself. And the place is kind of like filled with family, children, you know that the, yeah. the the core crowd that would go to see this movie and you kind of sit there and the debate i had like walking into the movie theater was do i get popcorn do i not get popcorn is it like what's weirder me sitting there with nothing and just watching this movie or me sitting there pounding popcorn in my face and watching this movie like i didn't know which one was weirder i think so there was that whole debate at the beginning i think no popcorn is creepy See, that's what I thought. I got pop- yeah. like it's a it's a morning, and normally, like sometimes when I go see morning movies, which I've done many, many times, I wouldn't have popcorn. But I just thought, you know what? I think it's just better if I have some snacks. You need something um, to do with just- your hands. One hundred percent. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so here I am in this movie theater, and I'm like eating popcorn, and I'm watching Clifford the Big Red Dog, and I'm wondering like what has happened, and like I'm not even lying. I wasn't paranoid. People were giving me some weird looks. And I can't blame them. Like, I really can't blame them for looking at me weird. And there was a part of me that was like, should I say something? Like, should not... I go? But then I was like, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? You're going to be like, sorry, this is for my podcast. Like, is this any better? It was terrible. It was an I... awful experience. I've never been this. I'm not even lying, Taylor. This is the most uncomfortable I was in my entire life. There is nothing that has ever happened to me that has made me feel as uncomfortable as this. And not that nothing's ever happened. I know people thinking out there, oh, whatever, like maybe nothing's ever happened to him. I've been, I've had uncomfortable moments and this was by far the worst. It wasn't even close. The f- it would have been less awkward if you had gone with your girlfriend. Well, the problem is she doesn't live in Kingston anymore, <laughs> so I don't have that option. Fair enough. Like, yeah, fair enough. Brilliant, Taylor. You don't think I thought of that? <laughs> you I mean, like, like I then you have a buffer. Then it's like, oh, just two young people. I don't know. Yeah. Because then it would have looked like I was dragged there, right? It would have looked yeah. like she, she, maybe she liked this as a kid or whatever. Like, no, I'm by myself, didn't have any buffer, and it was just... It was, I don't even know how to describe this experience, Taylor, but my movie going experience was absolutely clouded by the fact that I was really creepy and there was nothing I could do. Like every, I was second guessing everything. I'm like, well, don't take a sip now. Like, don't like, should I even not have my seat reclined? No, well, that's weird. Recline your seats like everyone else. Like it was just awful. (laughs) 
and the yeah, theater yeah. was not like it was not like there was a lot of empty seats. It was pretty full, <laughs> so it was like it was an experience. Yeah, like you can't even be like, I'm reviewing this movie. People would be like, for what? For <laughs> what? Like, first of all, no, you're not. And second of all, for what? Oh, you got a little podcast, do you? Weird. Like, still weird. Because then it's like, well, no, but like our fans voted to have to do And it's just, you can't explain yourself out of this. And there was at least like, you know, you come out of the come out of the place and I didn't even like stop to go to the bathroom Taylor I just ran I just <laughs> left and got out of there so all these parents who are like waiting for like their kids who are going to the washroom are like out there gathering up saw me just bolt <laughs> out of there out of the movie theater and just I ran like I just ran home I didn't even better like than, I didn't hop and I just better ran. than you <laughs> slipping into the bathroom after one of their kids <laughs> <laughs> that's true again again true there was no better thing for me to do than just run out of there and i tried so hard to find this movie in other areas taylor like i was on youtube i was on prime i'm like i will pay so much money to watch this at home and i couldn't find it anywhere so there i was sunday morning <laughs> at the movie theater watching <laughs> clifford the big red dog and i hope yeah, and I hope someone out there is satisfied. Like, I hope who, whoever of the people who voted for this, I hope you're satisfied. Well, apparently a lot of people voted for it. Work. Enough for it to win. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> All right. So I, uh, well, I'm dying for the review. If that was what, the what's the what am I gonna say though? Like, really, is the review really worth all this? Like, what am I gonna say about this movie? Like, like what? What? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I happened. Do, I was I have, so worried about everything that I don't know what happened in this movie. I have questions about the CGI. I have strong feelings. I don't think live action is the best way to do Clifford the Big Red Dog. So I hope you have comments on that. Yeah, I'll talk about the CGI. I could definitely talk about the CGI. Um, yeah, and then I, I'm fascinated to to hear your thoughts on Eternals, though there's also a part of me that's like, well, I'm not really fascinated because I know what you're going to say. Um, I saw Eternals, like, not connected to this. Like, I saw it before we were told we had to review it. So I've I've, I've seen it, but obviously I'm not going to talk about it. I, you'll, you'll talk about it, and I'll just sit here and take it because that's what we're doing. We're just sitting here and letting things happen. This is the month of us this. just going along, going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, we do have some other fun things that are happening. Austin did write in a little thing for us to do um, to, to kind of be part of this fan appreciation uh, month where we're, we're going to do this fun thing. Now, I know what we're doing, but I don't actually know any of the content because he told me not to open the second email until we got on the show it's like an escape and I, room this, yeah <laughs> it's exactly yeah, we're, we're, yes we're doing an escape room <laughs> that's that's, that's really what like. this show needs don't open you know, the this... second envelope until yeah. you've completed the first yeah that's what this show needs for you and i to like muddle our way through an audio only escape room for the next <laughs> hour because <laughs> this show isn't like crazy and strange enough that we gotta we gotta do that um and then we do have a, just one fan question this week and we'll, we'll address that right from the beginning we all know who it's from and at this point i looked at the questions i think he's just grasping i think josh is running out of steam i think we might defeat him i think it might happen uh his questions are starting to get less and less uh questiony so <laughs> this is good this is i i don't believe he can continue this streak and i don't think and first of all i think that there's no shame 
and him never writing in again, if that's what he wanted to do, because he did a great job for a very long time. I just don't think he can keep this up. And I think his questions show that. So let's get to those first. So Josh, the Inquisitor says, oh, hey, Taylor, have you learned to love Marvel yet? (laughs) What a brilliant question. (laughs) Go ahead, Taylor. Thought provoking. Um, No, I don't love it yet. I do have feelings about Eternals. I'll get into it um, during my review. I, uh, I'm just waiting for them to tell stories that I am interested in. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah. I'll get into Well, it our fans day. already think, already think that that exists in their TV shows. Right. But I'm still not convinced. I don't think one of the, like, there's a couple shows coming up that they've announced that I, there's a part of me that's like, oh, maybe Taylor would like this, but I'd have to watch it first. Um, I have not agreed with our fans who who think some of the shows you would like. I, I, I don't like, like the amount of space alien robots that are involved in Marvel. <laughs> because, okay, that's, that's that will be story. like my first. <laughs> like again, like well, like with Eternal, I don't want to like. Well, kind of spoiler alert review, there a little like, bit. Spoiler yeah. alert, but um. Like, there's parts of Eternals where I'm like, that's so cool. And then something happens and I'm like, why? Why did you have to ruin a cool movie by doing that? Right. Stupid. But I guess that's like, it's in the comic books, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, and they try. The problem is, like, these movies are not for me. You know what I mean? And our fans try as hard as they can, need to recognize Marvel movies are not being made for Taylor. <laughs> and so No, no. Yeah. At least it comes from a place of of like positivity. Yeah. Like they're they trying to so like much. share something. Yeah, share yeah. something with you. I don't know what the Clifford thing comes from, but it's not no one's trying to share anything with me. I think they so, just wanted you to feel pain. In <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> mission accomplished um but yeah i think with marvel i do think it does come from a place of like we love this thing we want you to share in it and like i feel that like i get where people come yeah, from i'm like a little less me. no no i i personally could care less taylor if you ever watched a marvel thing again but because they're passionate about it i'm like okay well i can help like try to get you to to do some things or watch some things and i just don't think there is a taylor marvel movie that has come out yet or a marvel tv show that's come out yet not to say that it won't i think there there might be a couple possibilities but i think for for right now anyone who's tricking themselves into thinking especially after i saw eternals that you're going to come on here and say like all these amazing things and love it i think you're fooling yourself you might be surprised mike by my review Really? Okay. Well, I that's great. Well, then I'm looking for. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Okay. Well, hey, that's progress. Not hating something is good. Um, so to Josh's uh, other question for me is, uh, Mike, which are better, dogs or cats? <laughs> great question, Josh. Um, well, I mean, I've always had cats. Um, I happen to think for for who I am, a cat suits me better. Um, I would think I would find a dog a little too needy. Um, and I like the ability to just be able to essentially leave because with a cat, you can just leave. Um, now my cat's still kind of little. So when I like go away for the weekend, 
you know, I have like my dad come and, and, you know, make sure she's got food and check on her whatever. But like with a lot of cats, as they get older, you could just give them extra food and water and just like leave. Oh yeah. And they will fend for themselves. So um, that's kind of why I got a cat. We have to be careful, Mike, because some of our listeners are very literal people. You do return to the cat. Oh but. yeah, of course. No, I don't abandon the animal. <laughs> no, no, no. I just no. wanted you know got, some of our, some of our fans back. are literal right, people, yes. right? I will I will clarify. If you're going away for an evening, you yeah. generally don't have to worry about a cat. Because my cat's so young, I have never left the cat alone for long periods of time without someone checking on it. Yeah. But when the cat gets older, my intention is, oh, I'm going away for an evening, I won't be back till tomorrow. Here's some extra food, here's some extra water, whatever. Like you really don't cats will fend for themselves and be for sure. They will be okay. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of why I went with a cat. Dogs are lovely too. I just, for me, for the lifestyle I lead currently and kind of with all the traveling I have to do with all the stuff going on, it it made more sense to have a cat. I'm not going to lie. I'm a cat person. Yeah, I am. I am a cat person and I own a dog. (laughs) (laughs) it took owning the dog to really cement the fact that i'm a cat person well i mean we talked about it when you first got the dog and i truly believe like a dog is closer to having a baby than a cat yeah yeah in terms of the scale of neediness in terms of how much work you have to do not the like i hey i'm not i'm not someone who's allergic to hard work and there's lots of people out there who are allergic to hard work i'm not it's just i know the life that I lead. I know how I have to travel and move around. It's not fair to the dog. Exactly. I think it's more fair to have, oh, I'm in an apartment by myself. It's not fair to a dog. I think to a cat, it's like, whatever. The cat will do what it does. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care at all what's going on. They just want their food done the right way. They want to be warm and that's it. Um, But yes, a dog, I don't think it's fair to the dog. You know, you need to to walk a dog. You need to get out and exercise if you're going to, you know, have a dog they're very very needy um it's just not fair to them so yeah i think i think it makes sense thank you josh um just keep coming with those questions josh um okay let's get to this fun activity that we're doing so as we said this is fan appreciation month so for the next three weeks if you if you haven't uh been caught up on the show we're doing things that are voted by our fans you get to go on the website and at the end of today's episode week two voting is going to be out um, we will remind you what week two is at the end of this episode uh, but before we get to the movies that were voted here we do have a fun game that austin's put together so this is a is a one of our kind of favorite types of games taylor we're going to do some casting we're right. going to cast some movies um and this is uh, according to him this is themed to to barbie so because of the Barbie movie and all of our talks around that, these are other toys who don't currently have live action movies. And That's we are only, to cast. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. And we're, we're to cast sort of the main role. And he said, if we want to add like directors or other aspects to it, that's fun too. Um, but I don't know what any of them are because that's in the second email. So I'm going to open that email up and we're just going to go one, you know, one at a time and, and do some casting. Cool. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first movie. That's an ensemble movie, um, obviously. I don't yeah. know if there's a mean Cabbage Patch Kid, but any, anyone to be in the Cabbage Patch. So I don't know Cabbage. Are they kids? Like, is, is this like young casting? They're, They're babies. Literally, yeah. Cabbage Patch Kids are babies that grew in a Cabbage Patch. 
And okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm envisioning this is not a live action movie um, because Cabbage Patch kids don't exist in real life. Well, uh, you could do puppets. Like my first yeah, instinct yeah, yeah, was yeah. puppets, you know, they like, like what, are, what, didn't like they have Muppet. Muppet babies? Wasn't that yes. a thing? Yeah. Like they kind of do look like the Muppet babies. Um, yeah. So yeah, it would either, either, it would either have to be puppets or animation, but I kind of like your idea, Mike, that the babies are puppets, but then the rest of the cast are human, like a Muppet movie. Yeah. That, that um, to me would be the way you would do it. Like if you had to do it live action that would be the way. And I mean, that's at least, I think that's the intention here of Austin of like, if this was live action, I, I think that's the only way that makes sense, especially with what you're saying. If they're babies, um, I then, like, I went, I know what a cabbage patch kid is, you know, but like, I just don't know. I just can't envision them. I don't know what they would do in the movie. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Like what's their, their story. <laughs> I don't know their lore other than they, grew in a cabbage patch so like, okay well know. let's come up with it now so obviously the cabbage patch is in danger right so like that's gotta right. be someone's attacking the cabbage patch um some sort of villain is going to destroy the cabbage patch and the only one who can save the village is these cabbage patch kids because they get separated somehow or something from like their families and it's just them a race against time for them to defeat the evil what each cabbage is like, is there an animal that, like, eats a cabbage? I don't. I... <laughs> How about a, 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 a evil rabbit? It's an evil rabbit voiced by Jim Carrey. Benedict Cumberbatch. Jim Carrey. <laughs> I think Jim Carrey would make... He was such a good villain in okay. um, Sonic. <laughs> sure. Okay. So Jim Carrey plays a, a rabbit. A, r- rabid the rabbit. He's a rabid rabbit. And he's he's tearing up the cabbage patch, and the cabbage patch kids have to stop him. Perfect. And that's, the movie. that's great. <laughs> I uh, I feel like we're not even remotely close to cabbage patch kid lore, but I like it. So Jim Carrey's the villain, um, and then you know the you would have to have some good voice actor actors, although they don't use voice actor actors anymore; they just use regular actors. But yeah. You know, um, one of the Chris's they, is in all the new movies, but he's in a he's in the new Super Mario movie, and he's in another one. So I was oh, Pratt, Chris yeah, Pratt. just cast Chris Pat, Pratt as the lead baby. Okay, so Chris <laughs> Pratt has to as, as the lead the lead character has to kind of wrangle this group, and maybe yeah. like you'll have a bunch of different people, right? Like you'll have you'll have like the Cabbage Patch Kid that's like afraid of everything, but like redeems themselves and has like a big courage moment, and you'll have like a cabbage patch that's like completely against this idea and is like the rival to Chris Pratt. You know um, who I'd like to see as a voice actor in this movie? Zach Galifianakis playing one okay, of the Okay, there babies. you go. Zach. Okay, um, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> can be the afraid one yeah. <laughs> because that makes sense. Audrey Plaza plays like the too cool for school baby. Definitely. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah, Audrey Plaza. And then the rival for Chris Pratt. How about um uh, um oh, what's her name from from Pitch Perfect? Um, cause she's, she was in the trolls movie, I think. Oh, the one that sings the girl with yeah. dark hair. Yeah. The, the main the one, one the one that is. sings with dark hair. <laughs> yeah, that's, pitch perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking yeah. about. She was yeah, also yeah. Twilight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, she was. I have no idea what her name is, but yeah, she was, she in, was Twilight. in Twilight. Yeah. Oh, I think, oh, I think we did discover this before. Yeah. She's one of like the random like friends or whatever. Yeah. 
yeah in, in the group yeah yeah Jessica okay, I, I, I vaguely remember this yes yeah okay so we're we're talking about the same person yeah she'll be in it too there you go that's the cast that's pretty beautiful. good beautiful <laughs> it's a pretty solid movie um okay next one okay this is a toy i've never even heard of betty spaghetti I think I, I used to have a is. Betty Spaghetti. I'm going to have to Google what she looks like. Assuming that's a doll, right? Like that's a I'm pretty sure spaghetti hair or I something. had a Betty Spaghetti. Oh, look, it like really pops up right away. Oh, okay. Okay. They're not showing All any right. pictures so, on Wikipedia. Well, I mean, I don't know why you're on Wikipedia. Go to Google. <laughs> Google I'm trying, images. I'm I got, trying. <laughs> Got tons, tons of pictures here. Now it looks like she's got like friends too. Like Betty Spaghetti is kind of blonde. I definitely blonde had. A she has all these friends. Betty Spaghetti, yes. Why are okay. we doing this okay. on the nineties week? Did you get our? Email oh, is this a nineties toy? Yeah. Well, no, no. This is na- this is today. He hasn't sent anything for anything else, so I don't know. Okay, Betty Spaghetti. So I think it's going to be live action. And they're just going to oh, use, definitely. they're going to overly use CGI, you know, to <laughs> make her, hair? yeah, for the hair and like her arms, you know. So it kind of has to be um, a very skinny girl. And oh, how about um, Anya Taylor-Joy? Yes. She's the yes. big name right now. She could be yes, Betty Spaghetti. Definitely. And she's got those kind of really big, weird eyes. <laughs> No offense to Anya. I hope you don't cancel us. But that was, she does kind of have, her eyes are kind of too close together, they work. I think. But I see it. Okay. And then I guess you have to cast Betty Spaghetti's friend. I'm seeing one Betty Spaghetti with green hair, one with red hair. And one with blue. I'm also seeing a purple. Like this is a, you could get a three pack here on Amazon. That's yeah. got Betty Spaghetti and then two friends, one with blue hair and one with purple yeah. hair. So, and they are of there's options. different races. So uh Oh yeah, know, there's oh yeah, there's tons here. Oh yeah, wow, this like, is like the wow. girl like the it looks like maybe she's like African American with purple hair. The yep, girl from hair, yeah, um, see her. Yeah. the new Spider Man movies. Oh Zendaya? you mean Zendaya? Yeah. She could Zendaya, be okay, yeah. Yes, definitely. Think? Yeah, she'd fit. Yeah, and that's like her and Ani Taylor Joy around the same age ish. Like, yeah. everyone's look at it. Yeah, the two. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's a that's a. I don't know what they do though because I I don't know what you know, Betty's yeah what would happen. It'd have is. to be some some sort of adventure movie, right? Like they go on some sort of adventure. Like it would have yeah. to be like a. It's like, gonna um, be a coming of age, think, but... a coming of age, buddy comedy. You know. Yeah, they get into a fight, but they make up at the end just in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a buddy, buddy film, and the two of them go on adventures. Yeah, I think. And that it that, looks like there's sense. some of the Betty Spaghetti has like guitars and stuff. So I don't know, maybe they're in a band. <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep Google open just in case. Maybe we they're run into in a band, or they're like fashion designers, or maybe both. <laughs> one is in a band, and one one does the costumes. Yeah. <laughs> definitely um okay moving on you're like Next move one. on that we can't we can't spend the whole hour on betty spaghetti no we can't uh okay so this one is stretch armstrong picking up a theme here so stretch armstrong was the one that you could just like stretch all over the place like it was just this like massive like i think he was a yeah, wrestler yeah. i never had yeah. him but so I'm stretch looking, armstrong he's definitely i'm looking at a photo of him recognizable yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking at photos too. So, blonde, 
and he's going to wrestle. So it's obviously going to be a wrestler story about someone who could like stretch. John Cena. Um, oddly. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, sure. John Cena. There you go. Oh, oh man, Taylor, I just found there's actually a Stretch Armstrong movie in development. <laughs> there you go. You heard uh, it and, here first. And uh, Taylor Lautner has been cast as Stretch Armstrong. Really? And Danny DeVito is playing his like, Coach. Um, you know, his ring man. He's like, coach, yeah. <laughs> That's great. But Taylor... I think John Cena is a better pick. I mean, John Cena is a lot older. So you'd be looks, doing the movie as like... I don't know. He's later. one of those guys that looks really young. But Taylor Lautner doesn't have blonde hair. But I guess people are going to tell no. me, Taylor, suspension of disbelief. He can dye his hair. <laughs> yeah, I guess he can dye his hair. Yeah. I, I, when you said John Cena, that actually made a lot of sense. Like, again, I do think you'd have to do like the movie like later... Maybe there's like flashback elements to whatever, but like you be funny, focusing how, on him. How funny would it be if John Cena is the main character, but flashbacks are Taylor Lautner? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's how we make it work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got Taylor Lautner is is young. even though the two of them look nothing alike, but that's yes, the Taylor Lautner is the, the young. Yeah. That's and the funny that part. John Cena is is the stretch but there you go yeah i think that that works that all works but that's funny there's actually a movie being made. of course of course they're gonna do things like this like, this is hollywood for you people just can't have new ideas that's the problem okay we're both gonna know this one this is for sure the next one we're both gonna know furby oh yeah again i'm this surprised is... there hasn't been a furby movie actually could be considering how successful like trolls was yeah yeah i guess it just didn't hit the right nostalgia the, yeah because they did make a comeback like there's been new furbies like since we've been kids oh really yeah so i don't know why they didn't lock into that but um i would like to see them be like animatronic like again kind of like puppets not cgi like what the gremlins were because the furbies yeah, are essentially that makes gremlins. Sense. and gremlins, yeah. they should it should kind of be like a horror movie Oh, yeah, you should lean into the Gremlins thing. Like, you should basically yeah. do, like, a Gremlins movie, but it's Furby. it's uh, Furbies. Now, so this will be fine, because we can cast the people then, because they're going to be torturing someone. So, like, who who's the, like, kid or teen or someone who, like, brings the Furby home and and things start? Like, that's the question. Um, The kid from Jojo Rabbit. Not the main one, but like Jojo Rabbit's friend with the glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So he brings the Furby home and then, of course. <laughs> terror ensues. And then nuts. you'd have yeah, to cast yeah, his terror. parents. And, you know, yeah. it will be an interrace couple. Like one, like his parents are remarried. You know what I mean? So like. um. Okay. So how about. So. Okay, well, we gotta we gotta lean into so horror always casts people like who generally are in like comedies, like that they go for sort of often comedic actors and then and then put them into you know who the dad horror. should be, the guy who was in that werewolf movie I just watched, who played the oh the werewolf oh the woman. the police officer yes yeah he, he, that, we were trying to figure out his name name last time and finally we figured it out. Um, Yes, because he's he's in a ton of movies, um, and now he'd yeah, be funny as the stepdad, Sam Richardson. Oh, he'd be hilarious. Yeah, he's just like Sam Richardson. Yeah, he's like this That's kid's brought movie. home this murder. Oh, for sure, he'd boy. be hilarious. 
Yeah. And then you would yeah. have to cast the mom. Well, the mom would have to be like really just like loving and like, you know, love me, love my child. So, you know, we, we have to kind of stick with this. Maybe like, I'm trying to think of someone who, who's very like, you know how what sometimes you get, you get parents. And if you have someone like him, who he's probably going to be like loud and funny, she'd be kind of like a little more quiet and like reserved. Like, oh, my son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but, but not, not in like a creepy weird way. Like they do with, with like the problem with in it, <laughs> the parents are like overbearing and awful, no, like he's, but it would just wonderful. be someone who's just, she's like the mom. You oh, she's just have. wonderful. But just like, yeah. Like, like a, you know, Judy Greer or someone who's just like, um, Oh, what's her name from Catherine? Um, oh, I can't remember her last name. She was just in a bunch of stuff. Um, Oh, I can never remember her name, but anyway, someone like that, who's, who's, who could play kind of that, that fun, funniness thing but can also play kind of that more reserved Catherine Hahn that's her name Catherine Hahn um who was just in a bunch of stuff and was in one of the Marvel things and like she she would be very funny I think playing the mom is she the one who was the, who plays the villain in WandaVision yeah she's Agatha yeah she would be a great mom and yeah. like she zany is, she's kind of zany enough yeah. to have a zany son yeah, but she can, she can, because she's a very good actor, she can like play, pull that back a bit um, and, and kind of do that. And it, I've seen her in lots of movies where she's not quite as out there and more and nurturing, less zany. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. One more. We've got one more here and it's Polly Pocket. <laughs> we had Polly Pocket. Now, Polly Pocket, here. the idea of that is like they have all these different sets, right? Yeah. Like Barbie, so to me, but tiny. <laughs> right, but tiny. So to me, this has to be like a world traveling movie where like Polly Pocket can like travel between dimensions. Okay, we haven't had that type of movie yet in our genres. So this one has to be world traveling. She can go from She's like, different oh, I world. need to go to Paris. And she like walks yes. into a just, room of her house exactly. and she's in the Eiffel <laughs> yeah, Tower. She, she can just unlock this ability yeah. to do that. Like that's like her power. And the sets um, would be like a Wes Anderson type model set, you know, like. Yeah, definitely. Actually, he, you know, he would be an interesting director for this type of movie because I would imagine Polly Pocket has like this whole range of characters and you could make it a big ensemble movie. Like you could do some zany stuff, lots of colors. Like they, I, I feel like his style would work for that kind of movie. Yeah. So let's let's have. Uh, let's so have again, I guess it's live action. Yeah, so we'd have to be casting a a Polly Pocket, I guess. Um, again, another blonde girl. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> you know who? Um, oh gosh. She plays all of the little like she always she's in like every movie that requires a young girl and it feels like she's never growing up. Oh my gosh. She was in um that movie we talked about with another Chris and Captain America Chris and how it's like his niece and she's like a brilliant She's a genius, but he's in a custody suit with the mom. Do you remember what that I, little... I do know... Yes, I do know the movie you're talking about. I think... 
is it no i don't i don't remember what it was okay. called but i'm gonna but yes I'm, i do that recall little girl movie. she could be a poly pocket but let me find that uh yeah like i definitely um i definitely remember the movie because i remember catching it just randomly um i saw it on an airplane and yeah gifted chris chris evans gifted. the movie's okay. called gifted and Mc, mckenna grace mckenna mckenna grace she's a poly pocket she's 15 now, okay so she could um but she literally looks like she's still eight so that's my poly pocket <laughs> you see i was gonna say the the girl who plays sabrina now would also too old make a poly for pocket. poly pocket but i guess yeah too old um you want to hear you want to hear something very funny this movie's also already happened. Oh my god! Uh, I just found so Polly Pocket movie is happening, and it's gonna star Lily Collins. Oh, so uh, they're going and, like uh, it's really being, old. Yeah, and it's being directed by uh, Lena Dunham, oh, <laughs> who did Girls. <laughs> oh so I don't even know what. Like I don't know what. See, you and I, when we put these movies together, we're trying to make it somewhat realistic in terms of like how we can make it make sense. Whereas I feel like with Hollywood, it's like, yeah, there's going to be a live action Barbie movie and we don't have any idea what this could possibly be about. And it's the same with this Polly Pocket movie. Like, what are they doing with this movie? Yeah, I... It seems random. Again, like, I don't know enough about Polly Pocket lore. Like, growing up, you had your Polly Pocket and you, like, made her do things like how you would make Barbie do something. But it wasn't like there was like a bigger story. Like you made the stories. So yeah, I have no idea what direction they're taking this. And I guess I just assumed Polly Pocket was little, but I guess there's no reason why she's not an adult yes, yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> Any age, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing to say otherwise. Yeah. Especially if she can open portals to different times. Which until I hear otherwise, that's what that movie's about. I like it. Um but thank you, Austin, for that game. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it did Always seem fun. to have a kind of a 90s flair, didn't it? Um, I don't know what he's planning for our 90s week, but there you go. Um, let's get to some movies. Let's talk about the movies that we were forced to uh, to go to see. And uh, uh, why don't why don't I just kick things off here, Taylor? Just I'm dying to know. To I'm dying to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Clifford the Big Red Dog is a really dumb movie. And it's about uh, this little girl who has two first names. Um and she and her she has to stay with her uncle, who is played by Jack Whitehall, the the like comic, like he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And um and he so he has she has to stay with him and he takes because her mom's like going somewhere, it's very unclear. So her mom's going somewhere and she has to stay with this uncle for like some long period of time. So he Which takes I do her not think this... I don't think that's the original story. I'm pretty sure she lives with her parents in the book. Well, they I guess they had to change it for dramatic purposes. because uh... um, it really added a lot of drama, Taylor, <laughs> to the moments to have it not be her parents. Um so so he takes her to a, a magical like pet circus thing like it's like a, in a circus tent <laughs> and this guy like sells them this tiny 
red dog who looks like an absolute monster because the CGI is even worse when it's in the tiny version. Like it's very disproportioned. Like it's just like a weird disproportioned animal. And so she takes it home and like wishes that the dog would be big. So no one could like take it away from her or something. Again, very unclear, no real stakes. And so the dog, she wakes up the next morning and the dog is massive. Um, and again, then, this is not, know, this begins. isn't how Clifford works. It was just, they adopt a dog and he just doesn't stop growing. Like there's no, no this magic. Is a magical wish. <laughs> this is a magical wish. I don't wish. get one, why and... they, why they do this with, um, intellectual property where they think, okay, we're going to do something with it, but we're just going to change it just enough to annoy people. Like just write a new story about a magic dog. And, and you're right. And it, it didn't really add anything to it. Like, again, the movie didn't for, for kids movies. Like that's, I, I think the takeaway I can, I can actually talk about this and kind of be like somewhat serious is that for a kid's movie, it was okay, but I still felt like it was very much speaking down to the audience and I don't think kids' movies used to do that so much. Like, I think they used to be a little bit more balanced where, yes, kids are going to enjoy it, but there's something in here for parents, and it doesn't talk down to the audience, which I feel and strongly there was, there was ambiguity. That we do that now. There was ambiguity. It didn't matter that we didn't yes. know why Clifford was big. And like, there was there was nuance and subtlety and, like, all these things that, that kind of went into it. But I think somewhere along the line, someone figured out we can spend less time, save money by just putting out whatever and people will go see it but sales of something do not indicate quality right sales indicate marketing ability or the ability to tell something like if you sell out your theater and everyone hates it it doesn't mean you've made a good product like it just means you were able to market it and you marketed enough that word of bad word of mouth doesn't hate doesn't hurt you later so I, i just yeah, it, it wasn't very good. Uh, the be all, like even even on that level of okay, let me put it just in the context of kids movies, which I've seen kids movies. It's not like I've never seen a kids movie before. I think this was one of the weaker ones. Like I don't think there's enough in here that even a lot of kids will will want to rewatch it. Like if you notice, like you know how kids like to rewatch things. Yeah. Something I've noticed, and even if it annoys you, that's fine. But for the most part, the movies they want to rewatch are of a certain quality. That's yeah, what they're I normally good. Just like, they're normally good. The reason why they're rewatchable is they're so good that there's a lot of cool, good moments that kids respond to, like, and it has rewatchability to it. I don't know who would want to watch. Like, I don't know if Clifford is like really popular now. Like, I remember the books when I was younger. The books, I, don't I watched them, like, the animated TV series. Right. There was a TV show. I watched that growing up. So are kids now watching Clifford? Like, I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I don't know I enough little people, like little children, to know what's vibing. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I mean, there were definitely kids there. So I think parents are like, hey, like, this was something. What options do they have right now, right? Like, I think this is the only. Pretty much this and Venom. And Paw Patrol. <laughs> I think there might be a Paw yeah, Patrol yeah. movie out right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. if yeah, you want... So, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. If, if you, you don't have an option, then this is your option. I just think, like, to me, there's probably better examples of really good kids movies on, like, Disney Plus or something that you can watch from. I, I like how people are like, oh, get out of the house and whatever. But still, 
this is like that's a lot of money to spend on something that wasn't very good like all joking aside it wasn't very good um the movie doesn't make a lot of sense of course they have like the evil corporation um <laughs> played by um tony hale uh plays the the main kind of villain the over-the-top evil corporation they want to like, this dog is massive genetically modify or like get of the- course they want to get the dog and figure out his secrets and then genetically modify every animal and exi- you know they like yeah. it's an evil plan <laughs> right like it, you know it, it makes sense for the for the you know plot of the movie um but yeah it 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 definitely tries really hard to have a message and the message of the movie is kind of this like we accept you regardless of of how different you are except the whole movie the only thing people were doing was pointing out the differences and all i could think about was like okay so relating this to 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 humanity and trying to like go along this line so yes it's a great message no matter what you are embrace your differences your your differences are what make you unique and that's awesome and accept you for who you are etc i still don't know if we would accept the movie where like every two minutes someone's like pointing out your difference to you like, I still think people would be like, okay, but like, I'm more than just this one thing. Like, I feel like that's the way a wouldn't lot of people the feel. Real moral so it was very be, weird. <laughs> wouldn't the real moral be if, um, if differences are okay, shouldn't the little girl wish Clifford back to being little? Because the whole thing I, was, she didn't want him little. Okay. She wished him big. <laughs> I don't know how the magic works. <laughs> or if I missed why. Yes, then of course logically That would be the real, like, but okay. I think what they were good, going for was. <laughs> well, what, what they were going for was is the neighborhood kind of rallies around him. And all the people kind of just accept Clifford for who he is and kind of he's not this bumbling dog that's knocking everything over we love him no and I mean those things happen but like for the most part the like the size and the advantages that has kind of is more what they play into which is fine and I guess that's probably more in line with like I, I don't think Cliff the Clifford books were about look at this awkward dog and it's smacking stuff around. I'm sure it was more about like oh the cool adventures you can go on when you have a massive dog um so it, it did do that, and it was a lot more fun than it was serious. Like, it didn't play into the evil corporation too much. It was more of, like, a plot device, but it really focused on, like, Clifford in the community and, like, the f- people getting to know him. Like, th- just, like, the really blatant acceptance that right. they were, like, shoving down your throat um, because it can't be subtle, I guess. So it's just, like, blatant. But it was, you know, it, those aspects of it, like, it had some heart. It was trying its hardest. But I'm telling you, when you have a CGI monstrosity running around, it doesn't work for me. It's so obviously a fake dog that you they didn't even try. Like, <laughs> Taylor, they didn't try. And that's my problem. Like, I know CGI is fake and movies are fake. I talk about that all the time. I don't get emotionally involved in movies because they're fake. They're not real. It doesn't matter what you do on screen. They're not real. But when you do something with CGI, the whole point is you're sort of trying to trick or put your eye into focus of like, oh, Thanos. Yes, it's a whole CGI character, but we make it look realistic enough that it could be an alien from somewhere else. And you kind of forget for a moment. Oh my gosh. I never forgot for one moment that Clifford was nothing more than this really crazy computer program running around that didn't even look or act like a dog in any way. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, I've seen f- photos of it and it doesn't, it almost looks 2D. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's not, it doesn't... it's not good at all. 
And, and it's I, even worse when he's little. I have <laughs> even strong worse. feelings about CGI at one of the um, post credit scenes in the Eternals. Ah, yes. We'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, Cliff of the Big Red Dog, I, I think it's a skip it. Even if you have kids in a family, I really don't recommend seeing well, movie. I don't think there's, there's good enough good kid movies. Like, I'll watch tons, a kid movie. There's tons of good kids movies. Tons of good kids movies. There's tons of, of stuff on Disney Plus. There's other options out there. I just, I don't think it was very good. They tried some of the heart moments. They do really try. They try to hit home with things. I just, I don't think it's my bias of being 34. I think it wasn't good. <laughs> like I'm, that's what I kind of got out of, out of the experience. I don't think it was very good. It was a very strange movie watching experience. And the movie itself was, was no good. So it's a skip it. Let's okay. move on from Cliff with Big Red Dog. Let's never do this again. Okay. And we'll talk <laughs> about the Eternals. Eternals. Yes, Taylor. Talk about Eternals. Uh, and I will do my best to not contribute because it wasn't up to me to review this. So go ahead. Well, you can give us your thoughts after I'm done. I will say that it was not a bad movie going experience. It was an okay Good. movie. I enjoyed myself. I thought it Good. was a fine movie. In the, you know, I think people have me like ranking where I find. The Marvel movies I've watched, now they want me to rank them. Mm -hmm. I would say this yes. is number one. Number two is Black Widow. Number three, Black Panther. Number four, Captain America. Okay. So okay. I liked... I liked the setup. Like, okay, these people are mm -hmm. timeless and they've been sent to protect the Earth from these things or whatever. I liked the setup. I thought it was cool seeing them like the flashback, the fat, the, bleh, the flashbacks. Flashback. Of, like, yeah. Then, the way it was ordered. Yeah. Like, I like that I too. would, I would have watched, yeah. I would have preferred a movie just of them traveling through time doing stuff. For sure. Like how that cool, was definitely like, what really a cool, cool. setup. Yeah. And I thought that they were demigods and I don't know if this is like, I guess this is a spoiler. But when you find out what they actually are, I'm like, who cares? Well, now I two, two weeks now, so I, I'm gonna say you can get into some spoilers. Mar and so Marvel this is your spoiler moment. Yeah, no, Marvel. Yeah, people Marvel people know. have gone to see Eternals. So, th but this is everyone's spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Eternals, I would I would skip the the final 15 minutes of this episode. But if you're a Marvel fan, you've probably already seen it. But this is your this is your last warning. Spoiler warning for Eternals. So I um don't like that they're like robots. Like who cares? I don't have any emotional <laughs> attachment to robots. That's stupid. I thought that they were okay. like demigods born from a celestial being. Nope. They're okay. programmed. Okay. So yes, they're programmed by this strange being and and kind of they're the Who looks like the monster who looks like the it. robot from do you remember that robot movie from the 90s? Oh, um, it was animation. The, oh, are you talking about, are you talking about the, the I Am Giant? Yes. He looks like that the movie? robot from I Am Giant. Yeah. Yeah. I would say <laughs> similar. No, now, he, I don't think he's a robot. He, he's a celestial. He, yeah. So he's, he's like he's an a angel. Being. Yeah. 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 I, and I think, yeah, I think, Yes. I, I kind of agree with you, but I also kind of liked a couple characters who had a moment of the realization that they were nothing more than programmed beings and what that kind of like means. And to me, it was like, 
at least for a few of them, showed strength of character to be like, See, yeah, I but I'm, find, I, I don't care. I'm going to push forward. I don't find artificial intelligence interesting. Like, you know, those types of movies, like Blade Runner is okay. But like, I don't right. think these aren't things that I am interested in thinking about, I guess. Like, That's fair The enough. moral, fair yeah. like, like oh, that wouldn't that wouldn't work for you. Robots yeah. <laughs> gaining consciousness, like whatever, like, like flip the movie. I thought these were demigods <laughs> building civilization gotcha. with magic, yeah. which was. Mm-hmm. Which was much cooler. I will say, uh, aside from that, like when I found that out and I was kind of like, oh, like, okay. The the cast has really great chemistry. I and, love this cast. Yeah, what a they cast. were great. They were really good. <laughs> and um, yeah. great chemistry. Like um, the little human that's like the valet of one of them. I don't know their names, <laughs> but yes. he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Yeah. So like, I would say the movie was funny. I enjoyed it. We got home. Dan was like pointing out a lot of plot holes, and that kind of like, I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, so (laughs) okay. I don't know what those were, but like, I personally didn't see too many plot holes or nothing that bothered me too too much. Or things that just were like illogical, right? Like, oh, why did that character do that? That doesn't make sense because people are illogical. No, okay, okay. So that 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 I. They're robots, yeah, so they yeah, shouldn't but, be acting logically. No, but they have emotions. They're robots with emotions. And the thing I'll say to you or Dan or whoever, because he's not the only one. Lots of people bring up that argument. I always say when it comes, but people are illogical and stupid. Like sometimes a person makes a dumb decision because they're dumb, because they're they're emotionally driven. They're they're not thinking, and they do something stupid. So to me, that's just more like super realistic, which sometimes I don't like, and sometimes I do. But to me, when it like to me, it's not a plot hole when a character does something that you don't understand why they did it because it could be explained away by the fact that they're emotional and stupid. That's why. Anyway, continue. <laughs> That's um, one to jump in there. Right <laughs> so, like, I don't know. With these movies, I just like do suspension of disbelief. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Like, these people <laughs> don't exist. Like robots from space. I'm sorry, probably aren't real. And so, <laughs> whatever. Um. So, like I said, I think it was enjoyable. Like, would I see the second one if I was... Oh, I also saw it with my father-in-law. He, the three of us went. I was kind of a third wheel. So, he really liked it. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to the sequel. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, if if the opportunity arose and I was the stars aligned, would I see the second one? Maybe. But, like, I wouldn't sure. actively seek it out. Because, again, these aren't... That makes sense. These aren't Taylor movies. Like, they... If they but made, you wouldn't be opposed. No, no. Like, if someone invited me, I'd go... Like, if this was a Taylor movie, they wouldn't have been robots. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been technology. It would have been magic. Right? Like, there mm-hmm. are things that... Um, and then the... the I, how We only stayed for one post-trailer or post-credit scene. Were there multiple... I thought there was only one from okay. the research. Now, sometimes they trick you, yeah. and there is two, but I I do believe there was only one. We didn't one. wait, but um, that so I think it's Patton Oswald is vo- voicing a CGI character. I 100% think, I think so. they should have cast a human for that role. I do not think that needed to be CGI. I think it could have been a yeah, little person. It could have been a little person or they could have filmed it in such a way like the hobbits, right? Like the hobbits aren't mm-hmm. in the movies. Mm-hmm. They film it in such a way to make them look smaller than the rest of the actors. But I do I think that is a perfect example of 
I don't know, just like using CGI when you don't need to use CGI. I don't understand why they couldn't just cast a, a short or like a small person, you know, or use the movie magic and film it. Anyways, so I, I was like, oh my gosh, is that character going to be in the second movies? Because he is so annoying. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like, Yeah, Pip or whatever. The, the, that end credit scene is basically shows really the end of my knowledge of marvel like of the comic books like that when i saw that credit scene and credit scene there was two things i realized one i had no idea who harry styles the actor was i but like so the minute that that he walked on stage like about six six like teenage girls started screaming yeah, and I was like, okay, so he, clearly he's some sort of teen icon. He was in but like, I have One no Direction. Idea who Harry Styles is. He was in yeah, One so Direction, I found out later. Yeah. But he has acted. This isn't his first movie. I think he was in the Dunkirk movie. Yes, so I also discovered that. Yeah, he's actually acted in things before, which I had no idea. Um, and then I also don't know who that character is. Like, I don't know anything about who he's I playing. Think he I think he said don't really, it's like, Thanos' I, Thanos's brother. Like, I'm Thanos' Which again is news brother. to me. Yeah, okay. like, I have no idea who that is. Like, again, at the Eternals, this is about my limit. So I don't know quite who some of these characters are, which is fascinating in a way to see. I don't know where they're going um, with these things. But yeah, that, but that was the second a, was a movie obviously is going to be like a space travel movie. And I don't, yeah. I assume just by the way the plot ended. And it's like, I don't know. I don't really like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy, but like mm-hmm. surprisingly, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have been a right. movie that I typically would have liked. So I wonder like, are they going to hook up with the Guardians of the Galaxy people? I don't know. They could. Probably because I, I mean, it's space, right? That's yeah. the thing about Marvel. They might. So yeah. anyways, long story short, to me, this was for... I don't know, because apparently Marvel fans don't like this. I was going to say, if you're a Marvel I, fan, I liked it. <laughs> if you're a Marvel fan, go see it. If you're like yeah. a normal person, a normal person, if you're everyone a else, person, yeah. if you're everyone else, stream it. Like it's yeah. worth It's at the very least, it's worth a stream. Um, sure. But I am hearing kind of mixed reviews like dance friends didn't like it. And they're big Marvel fans. I don't know quite. I haven't read a lot of reviews or whatever. I don't know quite what what Marvel fans um, have a problem with. But to me, there is not much more you could ask from a Marvel movie than this. But are one. you hearing like, that really too? That people are not. Like... I had heard negative things. Yeah, I don't know what those negative things were. I tried. To, I definitely before seeing it, I tried not to read anything. Um, I don't like being spoiled for Marvel stuff. But yeah, I, I have heard negative that there has are negative things out there. I just personally don't know what the people's problem is because to me it was a perfectly fine great, Marvel movie i thought it was good. great ensemble cast like good amount I of love action this i loved this i liked cast. the comedy I thought this cast was phenomenal i thought yeah. it was funny like i laughed yeah, <laughs> yeah. i laughed what more could you want like it, good action it was funny the characters were good yeah there's some holes here and there like there are most things is it a perfect movie no but i, I taylor i i kind of felt the same way you did i was entertained yeah it was a nice so, afternoon. I will warn people, though, it's almost three hours. I don't think it yeah. needs to be that long. <laughs> but it falls into the problem of, um, you know, it's going to be a series of movies. So they're trying to explain so much. You know what I sure. mean? So there's like a lot of explaining, of a lot of background. 
um, to yeah. set up the other movies. I don't love that. I think there's a more eloquent way to set your stories up. Like, I don't know how to do it because I'm not a filmmaker, but I know it is possible. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I think there's yeah, totally. a way, like, even if it means making another movie where, like, it's just them traveling through time, right? Like, setting up. Anyways, I don't know exactly how you would do it, but I did find it very long at, like, two hours, yeah. 45 minutes. Like, it was our whole afternoon. We went to the 1135 <laughs> show, and I don't think we were out of the theater until, like, 2.30. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it's a long one. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good warning to have. Um, but there you go. There, that's our reviews of, of the movies you made us see. So I hope I hope you're all happy. Um, we, <laughs> and we, we survived. Quickly, uh, we survived. We did. We survived. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much I survived. But um, we're week number two. We're going to quickly run down. The voting is now open. You can vote on screeningatkingston.com right on right on the front page of the website. So just go to screeningatkingston.com. Scroll down. You'll see the voting there. Voting is open now until Friday. Um, you've got three options. Option number one, Matt Salton joins the show to review Buffy once more with feeling, as well as us doing a vampire, Buffy the Vampire Appreciation Show. That's not option number one. Option number two, Taylor finally watches a Star Trek episode <laughs> with possible guests Mark and Tyler, uh, which I'm just now realizing I forgot to email both of them, so we'll see. <laughs> um, and uh, number three, Mike and Taylor binge and review Squid Games. So it's TV week next week. So we got Squid Games, Star Trek, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer are essentially your choices. Um, as I said, voting is now open on the website, screeningandkingston.com. You have until Friday to vote. I cannot promise any of the guests will be here. I know Matt said he, he would for sure be here. I'm sure uh, Mark and Tyler will will would join us. I or just may, would try their best. Tell them. <laughs> yeah, or try their best. And I would I, I will email them now and just explain kind of what's going on. But if if they I know Tyler listens to the show, so he might he might have a, a sense of what's up. Um so yeah, hopefully, but uh, get your votes in as I said, we, we are going to close off so, some people tried to vote on Saturday. We are going to close voting off by Friday. We got to give ta- Taylor and I like actual time well, to either see things or review stuff. Especially or, if we're going to binge Squid Games. Like, that's gonna hello. be hard. <laughs> we have there's to only so many weekend, yeah. There's only so many hours in the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> this this is this will be a busy one to get through. Um, with with all of them, really. I mean, I guess the Star Trek episode's the smallest because it's just one episode. But even all of Buffy to like remind ourselves what's going on there. So yeah. anyway, get get those votes in, uh, and we'll continue with Fan Appreciation Week next week. Go see some movies. It's November, and that means it's the CFRC annual funding drive. It's on right now, and you can go to cfrc.ca for all the details. CFRC is celebrating its 100th anniversary in 2022, so they're trying to raise money to update all their equipment to continue to bring you great programming like screening in Kingston. So make sure to go to cfrc.ca and donate if you can. <laughs> 